tracks that podcast we were covering, as the title suggests, Twin Fantasy, uh, an album by Car Seat Headrest. Um, originally released 2011, but yes. completely re-recorded by main man in the band Will Toledo and re-released for 2018. Side note, the coolest front man name ever. Will to- well, there's Van McCann, though. Yeah, no, but really? it, it's like the same caliber. Will to the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like Julian Casablanca's level. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know how much you know about the, the background of this album. Yeah, no, uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, I know this album, but I don't know anything else. Like, not even about the band, really, other than the fact that it was, like, originally a band camp album that was yeah. rewritten and yeah so yeah no it's pretty wild going into it and i feel like i was justified saying main man will toledo because the original this original composition and the rework it's all him yeah so it started in 2010 um i think he he had a he had a alias before called nervous young men or nervous young man and then which was like he was doing more basic indie stuff and he felt like to rework it so mm-hmm. he reworked to car seat headrest Started releasing more experimental stuff on Bandcamp, which is, uh, for anyone out there, it's just like a website where artists can release their, like they can release merch, CDs, vinyls and stuff, and get like, you get instant, like royalties, instead of like streaming services, like, and then labels just like cutting your shit down so you barely get any money. Yeah. Um, so he changed his name to Car Seat Headrest to be anonymous, went more experimental. And Twin Fantasy was one of the... I think it was originally called Mirror to, Twin Fantasy Mirror to Mirror. Yeah. Or just Mirror to Mirror. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was it was all recorded by himself. The reason it's called Car Seat Headrest is because he used to record the vocals in the back of um, his family car uh, to for privacy. With his head resting against his seat? Uh, well, in one of the tracks, he says... Um, I don't know if you heard this, but he says... Uh, <laughs> Subtly moving the mic towards you. <laughs> he says, uh, twin bruises on my shins from where they rest on the seat in front of me or something like that. Okay. So um, I'd, I'm guessing it's just, you know, from that, a mix of that and, you know, his yeah. hands on the, the headrest, as it would be. I can understand uh, doing the whole recording thing in a car. I've done it before, shamelessly admitting, but, like, it f- well, feels... Recording it in a car. Yeah. And, um... The acoustics are like so tight because it's almost like a, a like an airtight chamber mm-hmm. that you're sitting in. Yeah. And n- now that I think back to it, because like obviously Georgie got me the vinyl. Yeah. Of the original one. Yeah. And I can hear the that quality now yeah. that you mention it. Well, he recorded on a tape recorder, which explains a lot of the quality of the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it sounds garbage. Yeah. So the original. Um, the reason I said originally called Mirror to Mirror, well, I think I said there was it was first released right in 2011. So, yeah, he first made it in 2011, released on Bandcamp independently. So all he had was himself and his tape recorder. I think he was going to uni. Um, and he released this. And, yes, it's sort of unprecedented, really. I don't know of a single other band or band member to go back to a previous album and just completely rework it yeah it's pretty cool once they're at a label it's kind of a dope idea and i think i'm glad they did it because it's kind of like those the genius of the ideas like they justified good production yeah i mean Um, for me it's like it's good that he wasn't shy to go back 
or like thought that it would damage his uh his image in a way yeah well i think he had so they um they became a band after he signed to a label yeah um and he moved to seattle and then he there he recruited like the bassist and stuff um i can't remember what was just a way to say Oh, well. Yeah, no, so they became a band after 2015. Uh, sorry, there's so much on this album, so much background. Um, and we love hating on people who are younger than us, more successful. He was 19 when he... Yeah, uh, I've got that like, as the only fact, like the only fun fact, was that he was 19. Like, what the yeah. actual fuck? Yeah, doing all this. Um, oh, shit, yeah, what I meant to say, sorry, earlier, what I was going getting at was, because he'd released all this stuff on Man Camp, he was sort of getting an underground following. And he had, he'd already begun doing shows. He started doing shows at uni and then like continued them in Seattle. So once he signed to the label, he, um, he had enough like clout. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> yeah. Full on burp. So continue. It sounds like I'm already absolutely wasted. <laughs> it's Friday night. I'm just getting in the mood. I don't know what's wrong with me today. You're like a quarter down. Like a chorus. No, I'm not. Ju- that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it just sounds like it. You're a yeah. bit wavy. A quart. Um, For a comparison, I've got green tea. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drink of choice. Um, but yeah, no, so we already, I think when he signed to his label, he had enough like clout with like general fans to have like freedom to do what he wanted, mm. if that makes sense. So they like, yeah. create freedom. So I think that's why he sort of had the space to go back and just rework this album. Um, so yeah, and like I said, we're, we're glad that he did because it deserves the production. Um, and so yeah, that's just the general background on it, but that sets the precedent for why I think me and Sasha are so impressed by this album on the whole. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of the most influential albums that I've heard in the past six months that has actually shifted my like view on music. music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it no, shifted yeah. my... Wait, all right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't think... I wouldn't say... Because I was like, I don't know if it's influenced that much. No, but, but yeah. for me, like, I saw music differently after listening to this album. Mm-hmm. And it was like a journey. Oh, no, that's a stupid word. <laughs> like, it was literally like an experience, like an enlightenment to listen yeah, to this. Yeah, I think we both... Uh, said that you yeah it was like a it was a few months ago you like first listened to it and you just came back and you were like holy shit this album mm-hmm. and you're like yeah it's like an experience it's not like listening to like track by track it's just like a whole thing yeah that's happening you know what I mean there's a lot of things I take from this including breaking from the conformities of what would be considered normal so if you're mm-hmm. uh, recording like a three and a half minute song. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. He does like, he has like one song that's 13 minutes, another one's 16, another yeah. one's like one and a half. Well, the main, the the one that I, I've got one later that I like conformed mostly. It's the one I re- replay most like around other people because it's like the most sort of formulaic one. I think I know which one you mean. And it's six minutes long. It's like well over six minutes long. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Um. so yeah, like even those ones, and none of them are a drag at all. Oh, yeah. I would argue. No, they're all so interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, we can just dive into it if you want. Diving into yes. it track by track. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'll cover like the general themes and shit that we got from it, like throughout, you know, because like you said, it is an experience. So yeah, kind of do it a disservice to just like blow them out at the start. To be honest, I won't mention like every detail, but I'll try to just mention what I took from listening to that particular mm-hmm. song. Well, part of the um, yeah, part of the issue I was saying to you just before we recorded was the like the length. Like we find it hard enough picking like picking out specific stuff in albums with like three minute songs and like we're struggling to remember them. Whereas like if you're mentioning one thing, like a thirteen minute song, it's kinda of hard to like remember. Yeah. After. But um yeah, no, we'll just try our best. We'll try our best. And we don't wanna do it a disservice, like I said, because it is it's a fab it's a fabulous album. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so beginning with my boy, Twin Fantasy, what were you what were you thinking the first time? So I told you to listen to this album, like, a few times, I think? Or once or twice, maybe. I mentioned it to you rather than, like, told you to. Yeah, you, t- you, like, you suggested it quite a few times, and I just blew you off. <laughs> I won't lie, but... <laughs> well, you did, well, I know you did, because I, you didn't listen to it. And then when you did come back, like, oh, my God, I didn't want to be like, I told you so. so. Well, I found it through my Spotify New Music Mix, but, like, I knew them before, Mm-hmm. And I listened to what's the one that you listened to from like Teens of Denial? Uh, it's probably one of the opening tracks. It's with like a really long outro, like a really nice rock kind of outro. Anyway, so, yeah, it was one of those songs that um, mm-hmm. that I added, and Spotify must have been like, "How about this? Can we offer <laughs> you this?" Uh, so I like I can't remember the first song that I heard, but I'm pretty sure it was My Boy. And I listened to this album like halfway walking to work and then half like the other half walking back. And like I remember thinking about the first half at work and I was like, what the fuck was I listening to? Because yeah, my boy, I mean, the first thing that caught my attention was the kind of minimalist intro that progresses into like like a swelling and screaming song. Mm-hmm. But it's so so precious at the beginning almost. Yeah. And I liked well, there's only, like, he uses the same lyrics over and over. Yeah. But what I like about it is his use of, like, an A-A-B-B rhyming scheme without being cringe. Because that's something that mostly, like, pop music uses, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of string a stanza together. But um, the way that he constructs the lyrics is very pleasurable to listen to. And it's not something that sounds like a forced rhyme. It's like a very honest song and a very, yeah. a kind of honest phrase to repeat. And I would say he's not the best vocalist, I don't think. Um, but throughout, it's like, he he makes up for that with, yeah, his lyrics, and just the vocal layering, like layering of everything's mental, I'm sure we'll go into that later, but like the vocal layering, just like, even the backup vocals aren't amazing, but it's just, I don't know, it, he uses it like as an instrument a lot of the time rather than a yeah like the way he like sh- he's shrieking like the my boy part just over everything adds to that sort of wall of noise which is something that like most tracks you can like uh will like pick something out and the other person could be like oh yeah this instrument kind of you know that sounds a bit whack or it's a bit like far yeah oh this sounds really good but a lot of these, like, I struggle to pick out a lot of the specific instruments because there's so many. They yeah. must have, like, re-recorded the drums, like, four or five times on some of the drums and stuff, just 
to get it in there. So yeah, it's quite a landscape of sound. Landscape of it's sound. a sonic landscape. Yeah. But oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a note on Will's vocals at some point uh, through my notes. But yeah, it's that kind of... Well, I'll get to it. But also another thing is um, his guitar playing, it's like... So, like, so again, it's not the best guitar playing I've ever heard. But the tones that he uses and the way he presents the kind of well I'm sure they're not mishaps because he obviously meant it but yeah. the way that he presents the not so great parts makes them great like they're kind of lonely and jittery and awkward mm -hmm. but they sound great in the whole context of the song see when we were doing the Kanye one and you were saying like my beautiful Dr. Fantasy is a 10 for you because like the mistakes like almost add to it yeah for me this this album is that like the the drums for a lot of it are so messy and stuff but it works each when it needs to be tight like tight as fuck it's tight when it needs to be messy just to add to it it's like it's perfect like they've the production as they've nailed it especially coming from like the previous record which is so messy um, yeah which which was surprised me the most about because I listened to this one first and then mm -hmm. you got the vinyl obviously so and which we listened to and we were like holy shit <laughs> this came a long way so it was so weird to listen to that vinyl because like you know what's come of it and listening to like it's almost like the demos now that you think about it it was so interesting to yeah. kind of see what he meant to make the song sound like yeah like the ideas were there but the mm -hmm. actual Oh yeah, the recordings are like they're pretty rough. They're rough yeah, yeah. at so many points, but like I don't know how. It's kind of wild to say, given how like we're wax and lyrical about him, but I don't know how he gained like a like a big fandom, like a big underground fandom, because yeah. the recordings are so rough, and you could just about pick out. I think if I hadn't heard this, I wouldn't have been able to pick out like the genius moments because of the quality of the recording. Oh yeah, so, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of like it takes takes a better ear than ours, obviously. Yeah, there's a lot of wincing. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, no, that's just so that's just an intro, but it's already like two like you said. There's I think there, there must be like five or six lines that he actually says total, but it's two minutes fifty, and that sets the precedent for like. Yeah, like an experience, like you said, it doesn't really conform to anything. It's a sort of intro, which you would expect to be at 30 seconds on yeah. an average album. But he's brought it to 2 minutes 50 without dragging it out. It just naturally progresses, so yeah. 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 Um, what was I going to say as well? Um, God, I can't remember. But next is Beach Life and Death. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, so next is the first over 10 minute song on the album. 13 minutes total, I think, this one, yeah. This was the one that, like, I was listening to on the way to work. And I was, like, getting through it. And my walk to work takes half an hour. Yeah. And, like, I was nearing, um, like, my work when I was, like, right, okay, I must be, like, fifth song in. 
Right, so, so I checked, and I was like, oh shit, this has been the same yeah. song. The bad thing, I saw, first time I listened to this album properly, I was driving to work, which is like a half an hour drive. Yeah. Like, coincidence, but it happened to me. And I wasn't even, I think I was five minutes in, and I was like, oh, this is a fairly, like, long song for, like, a... Just like a general indie song, and I checked it. There was just like eight, eight minutes left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, right, okay. yeah. Because I checked my phone and it said like, and it was six minutes in. I was like, what the shit? And then I looked over to the other side of the time bar, and it was like another six minutes. I was like, is my fucking phone broken right now? What's going on? Yeah, so it's pretty. It's not something you see much uh these days with the you know with especially with streaming and everything everything's like three minutes 30 that is the song length basically. yeah um so yeah it's interesting to listen to that and it does not it despite having three parts it doesn't they all link they're all coherent they all connect yeah it doesn't drag at all no no it doesn't yeah. drag um and it and starts like it's mental how like fast paced it start, starts knowing that it's 13 minutes long yeah yeah um this is probably the song that i will spend the longest in but the rest are like a bit thinner like in terms of yeah. notes well yeah 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 just I to give you a heads up i heard you re-listen to this like three times yeah yeah no i did because i'm I, to be fair i've got a fair amount as well yeah, yeah okay um so you know how i said that this album was one of the most influential for me that I've heard in the past, like, six months. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the most influential song oh. that I've heard. Nice. And um, it, it's genuinely changed the way that I've played guitar since. Like, yeah. th- those couple of riffs that we've written together, like, over the computer, mm-hmm. and you were like, whoa, whoa, that's kind of, like... Like, you said I was on fire, which was the best compliment that I've ever been given. But at the same time, I was thinking, like, it's genuinely because of this song. Because I went to listen to the guitar work, and I'm like, this is just, like, um, next-level creativity. So I was just trying to draw on the... um, Draw all those creative juices. Yeah, yeah, draw on the magic sauce. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, this is... It's just such a great song. When you have the time to just listen to it, it it's mm-hmm. so nice to kind of sit through. And I think it it um. I guess it's only the second song, but it lays the blueprint for those sort of odd twists and turns that you wouldn't expect in a yeah um in an album like this. I think when you said like the first time when you came back again, I think you were like, like oh, there's so many th- things that just happened, and I was like oh. Oh what the fuck! It yeah. you don't expect it. But you're like, oh okay, this is interesting. Like the I don't want to go insane part where he just like screams that. As well. Yeah. And then yeah, the break into the second section, sort of a bit slower as well. Uh yeah no. It's the just... bit with like he says, like this is my brother, and it yeah. just like I shit myself the first time I heard it. I won't <laughs> yeah, lie, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so loud. But um. Yeah, that's that's an odd choice, but again, like just I just find it like brilliant. You know what I mean? Um, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like it's so, like how do you think, like this really even cute time, small yeah. line, and he just screams the last mm-hmm. syllable, and it works so well. How how did you come up with that? This also for me, not the first time, but upon the re-listens, this is when I first appreciated the sort of 
it's like a it's like a bland poetry that he has. Yeah. So um, like the instrumentation is mental, but I knew <laughs> I knew you'd be able to go into that a bit more. But like some of the poetry is like stuff which like I've thought about for like since I first heard it, which is like you know over a year ago now probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. Yeah, the this is my brother part is like, and you can take him home to your mother and say, "This is my brother." So obviously he's using like male pronouns for the most of it, mm-hmm. most part of it. So I imagined he was like either bi or he was gay, um, and like he's taking you know he's taking someone home, but he hasn't come out to his mother yet because he's like, "This is oh this is my bro." Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, that's like a, you know, that's just like an aspect of life you never even think about," uh, in our position. But then what confused me is I was going into the like the details and stuff and it was about this person called Kate Verts and I was like, What that doesn't I'm confused. Yeah. I, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. Um uh so yeah, I was looking into it and I was like, okay, it's not like a weird like American name where it's uh it's a boy. It is like it is a female. She identifies. Oh, it's a female. girl. Yeah. But it turns out, yeah, exactly, because it's like Kate Verts, so it is a girl. But it turns out that, you know the, like, um, moment where I said, did you hear me earlier, was, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I went into this, like, subreddit, and um, <laughs> and it turns out Kate Verts is transgender. Oh, right, okay. So, at the time of this, he was he was only 19, and this was, like, 2011, at the, at the time of this, Kate Verts was a male. And oh then, right, right. So this this album is based on their relationship, which was quite toxic, and you can sort of tell from the lyrics it's like a very conflicted relationship, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was one thing where I re- I actually had to like I couldn't get that from. Once I found out it was about someone called Kate or something, like what. Um, but yeah, no. So she's transgender, so that makes a bit more sense. Right. Um, but yeah, no, and then there's also the one which struck me straight away was like. Um, and it was my favourite scene. I couldn't tell you what it means, but it means something to me. Yeah. Which I think encapsulates just, like, all art, just in such a simple but, like, perfect yeah. way. Yeah, you're right. Like, you can appreciate why something good, why something's good, sorry. Like, a lot of the times, if you watch, like, a really arty film and you love it, you d- you can't pick it apart. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, I know I love it. And, like, if it, you know, if I love it, what does it matter what it all technically means you know i'd have to pick it apart yeah yeah so sure. yeah no, i'm like i relate to that straight away you know what i mean um so yeah no maybe so that's I've... why we shouldn't have to worry about doing so much research for the podcast <laughs> yeah, we should have got into this raw <laughs> we just come on and be raw like, dog i just twin love fantasy. it so much <laughs> should have just <laughs> titled it twin fantasy raw dog straight <laughs> raw, dog <laughs> raw dog style <laughs> deliver dog style yeah yeah so, sorry mom You've apologised to your mum so much. Yeah, no. So, yeah, yeah this I've is... I've got even more on this one. So I feel I've gone too far, yeah, this year already. Um, for me, it was, like... So I said it was a, a cinematic masterpiece that is, like, a, mm, mm-hmm. a sonic journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's put together in three acts because it's in very, like, clear thirds, yeah. the song. And, yeah, I mean, I could spend a lot of time nitpicking over it, but I just urge for people to just go and listen to it. Like, just spend those 12, 13 minutes just sitting there and just 
just swimming in it. It might be it's your weird. favorite song, and you couldn't tell us what it means, but it means something to you. Yeah, exactly. As uh, Will Toledo would say, so. Yeah, no, and there's there's a few one-liners throughout this where I was like, there's not that many. Um, for me, rap's one thing where like you can pick out there's like one-liners and bars and stuff you can pick up straight away because it's so like lyricism based where you're like oh shit that's kind of like that's kind of deep mm-hmm. this was one of the like one of the indie albums where there was like as many one-liners and lyrics that i picked out that were meaningful like to me straight away and i was like oh that's kind of wild along with all the instrumentation being metal as well so what were they no no no, no. i'll get into them once oh right yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us a list then. <laughs> Wait, do you mean for like uh, different songs in this album, not just this one? Oh, not just this song. Oh, right. Like, okay. Throughout this album. Okay. Um, yeah, because I have quite a few favorite quotes from this song. One was when he said, I want gravity to stop for me, which is like a selfish want that can never happen. Yeah. It's like that bland poetry thing you said. Yeah. And um, he talks about like joining this person's cult and he'll uh, paint his face in their colors and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. so, like yeah, like like I said, it's like it's painting quite like a toxic, like a a relationship we can all sort of relate to if you really like longed for someone, but you know they're sort of almost just out of reach or they're like becoming distant. Yeah, so yeah. At that point where you're like, I'll just do any, I'll go mental. Yeah, and you start to push them away almost. So. There was an entire line. He says, like, do you have any crimes that we can try mm. uh, to pass the time and yeah. stuff? Yeah, he's like, I've run out of drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to pass the time, yeah. Which, which I guess now that you mentioned the whole toxic thing is, like, they can't have fun just together. They have to do something like, you know, mm. try drugs or do any other kind of weird crimes. Yeah. They're friends to, like, now, I'm pretty sure, by the way, so... Just not to shit on um, Kate Verts at all. No, yeah, but at yeah. the time, obviously. Yeah, at the it time, was, obviously, yeah. he's raw, raw dog in feelings, right? Now, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, so in terms of Will's voice, which is what I mentioned I would come back to, his, like you said, he's not the greatest singer. And I said that his harmonies are sharp but sloppy at the same time. Because it sounds almost at times like his voice was post processed through a computer almost because they're so like they almost sound like bird chirps that happen to harmonize you know like yeah. the like the O's and stuff that he does they're mm-hmm. so so poppy and uh, and they don't sound human almost but that's what I mean about the sharp sloppy combo yeah it's, it's such a strange but beautiful voice to listen mm-hmm. to I sometimes it is hard to with like like we found this before ruin stuff sometimes it's hard to pinpoint especially when like these people are so like clearly talented and you know like we say we are just like we're just two fools sitting here talking about <laughs> we're it, just two dudes two dudes yeah <laughs> two, two guys being dudes listening <laughs> so it's kind of hard to pick it apart sometimes but yeah yeah. Um, the next track's a pretty bland one. Stop smoking me, love you. Not like bland in a bad way. Sorry, it's still it's still engaging, but it is kind of like an interlude. Um, and knowing this is like an ode to someone, 
I think it's fairly literal. <laughs> yeah. In general. It carries a very positive message. Yeah, a very positive message. But later on in later songs, I don't know if you noticed, he, you know, there's like references to like, oh, I'll light your cigarette for you. Um, and then he says, he flips that entirely for a bridge of, uh, I can't remember which song it is, but I think he says, keep smoking, I love you. So like, uh, so he's completely twisted his morals and stuff to keep this person, like we're saying, like he'll do anything. Oh shit, so that's, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what I worry is that there are layers to this album that we haven't yet realized, you know? Like, well, I that's, feel... the, that's the beauty of it. Like I've said, I've listened like, like probably like a hundred times now. Yeah. And I still like just picking at the surface. <laughs> we'll come back like a year later and be like revisiting <laughs> yeah, Twin yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. Every do it as like an annual thing. <laughs> See what we pick out each year. Here's what's new in an mm. album that hasn't changed. Mm. So even moments like this where you just think, okay, that's a it's like an interesting little interlude. But it's it's um uh, I was reading the Pitchfork review of this, and it was um, it mentioned specifically like how self-referential he is. So, like hooks from one song will come up in another song. Yeah, I know it's that. Different, like flipped or yeah. just like a, a hook will pop up again, and like t- like that unexpected twist we were saying. Like you sort of hear it, you're like, oh yeah, but like you wouldn't expect it to work with a song, but then you think of like. The context of the both songs they work together. Yeah, yeah. I'll say sure. I'm, pop, I'm just popping <laughs> off on the album. It's just spitting facts. It's <laughs> spitting straight facts though. But it is uh no, it is fabulous. It's a fabulous album. Next, next song. Yeah, <laughs> are you struggling for notes at this point? No, I said that like the rest would be kind of thin. I mean, I just oh, like yeah, the acousticness and the melodies. Yeah. All right, fuck it out. Don't need to interrogate me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, no. no, bro, I've, like, uh, oh, God, of course, I'm looking at it now, I've so many, and it's all lyrical as well, like, I'm not appreciating the No, that's fine, enough. it, like, it's because I'm just reacting to what you know, like, it's almost like you're teaching me the ways, <laughs> rather than, you know, Yeah, I had to do a lot of, shit. like, a lot of this is, like, from the ear, after lots of listening, but a lot of this is, like, I had to look this shit up, and I'm like, oh, oh, right, okay. Um, but yeah, so the next track is Sober to Death, um, which is sort of paired with High to Death later in the album. Um, and like I said, I think that like ties with, firstly, the Mirror to Mirror thing, which is the original title of the album. And yeah. also the, you know, like the switching, like your whole morals just to satisfy this person that you want to be with. Um, yeah, this is one where... I don't know if you can remember it, but the like accompaniment of guitar. I think it's all guitars at the start, but oh my god, <laughs> that's a bad one. Uh, I think it's like an accompaniment of guitars at the start, but it works so well. It almost sounds like a piano. Do you know the one I mean? It's the one where it's like do 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 do. Oh yeah. Do, do, do. I, yeah. I think I, it's just guitars, yeah. But it's such a sharp. It really sounds like a piano. I don't know if there's a piano in there. Yeah, but it's such a sharp and unique sound in itself to like get, you know what I mean, just for the opening of this track. That's the thing about this album, is that like, so I'd say that it's like 70% uh, just instrumentation, and it's so hard to describe 
like for example that specific sound it's you can't really talk it mm-hmm. you have to feel <laughs> feel it out <laughs> you have to hear it you know so yeah. I mean, we would play you the sections, <laughs> but we would get fined. Yeah. Well, we'd have to play the whole song, in which case it would be listening to the 30 minutes <laughs> just to get to one bit, so... Yeah. But yeah, no, I'll just go... There's one line in this particularly as well that I just noticed, but... Well, I th- So, the line, as um, I later found out, is good stories are bad lives. So, you know, that's tying into the idea. You know, a lot of artists say, like, oh, I wouldn't be this you know a lot of my art comes from like a tortured place yeah almost a lot people feel you have to have sort of a bad life to make good art yeah which is the idea that he's going for there but i always thought he said good stories are bad lies not lives like lies which i thought was tying into you know when he's going eat more groceries yeah so he's there he's just like going through the motions of life i thought it was sort of like that like any good story he has is like a it's just like a blatant lie because right now he's just at a point in his life where he's just like going through he's kind of lo- a bit lost you know he's just going through the motions so, yeah. yeah I think although it is actually technically good stories about lives each moment you can hear your own thing and I'll, I, I'm expecting the highest from him so you know you, you'll end up hearing the highest so yeah, yeah for me it's more like Literally every like instrumentational decision that he makes is spot on. There are so many times where he could switch to like a screaming section or or a more mellow section and he goes through all of those phases, but he chooses them to come in at such specific moments that really make sense when you listen to it. Like although it's not conforming to normal song structure mm-hmm. it's still something that when you listen to it and think back on it it's such a nice transition yeah and it keeps the song interesting i feel yeah even the outro for that song like just literally off the off the cuff you know he's going like don't worry and it's switching between the the slower like do do the sort of picks guitars mm-hmm. and then the faster drums and the like strumming guitars it's just like a, it's just something you would barely hear. Like even little moments like that, you're like, oh, why is he doing that? But yeah. it makes sense and it sticks with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, class. But the next two I'd say are more of the sort of, they're, they fit more into the formula of what you'd expect, I'd say. Yes. From, uh, from this sort of album, I think. Well, not this sort of album, but like an indie album. Yeah. Yeah, this was, so... Uh, this next song is Nervous Young in Humans, mm-hmm. right? Um, also, I think that, yeah, reference to his previous pseudonym of Nervous Young Men, I think. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also mentions, and I think it's Beach Life and Death, something about, like, hating humans and being, like, uh, like inhumane. and Yeah, like, we always said we hated humans or something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's also like a, a call back to that as well, which is interesting. Yeah. So so a lot of self-reference, but mm-hmm. was this the one that you were meaning that you would play to like people? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, so the yeah. next one, Bodies, was actually... Oh, is it that one? Oh, I, yeah, I actually enough. personally enjoy Bodies more than Nervous Young. Oh, Nervous, really? But okay. I, these two are sort of the pair, which are, you know, a bit more sort of generic and listenable. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, hopefully I'm not getting confused. Is like a nervous young in humans the one with the really weird sounding drum tones at the start? Where no, it's like, that's bodies. Oh, is that bodies? Yeah, that's bodies. Oh shit! Right, okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's so. Fine. It is bodies. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we meant that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, a nervous young in humans is, yeah, like a driving beat at the start, and it's more kind of what you'd expect from an indie band. Uh, yeah, it's probably like the probably his mo- like the most conventional opening to a track on the. Yeah, because after listening to this whole album and getting to this track in particular, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like he's back to you know <laughs> society almost because yeah. it's um, so normal. But yeah, like again, the amount of thematic changes that happen throughout his songs is just. It's kind of insane when you think about it because it's almost like each theme is a new idea. And, I mean, think about it from our point of view, how hard it is to come up with a new idea Yeah. per exactly. song. He's doing it like five, six times per song. Exactly, yeah. And, <laughs> like, there are times where we've, like, come up with, like, two or three different themes for a song and we're like, nah, fuck it. Like, these three themes can become their own song, you know what I mean? Whereas he's just packed them all into one. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, when you listen to the start of this song, it's very booming, and it's, yeah, such a... Ah, like, it's almost like an indie anthem, and it kind of gets to the point where there's a, a bass breakdown in the middle, where it's just, like, a monologue, and it's very nice... Uh licks i guess with the guitar and just nice little splashes of drums Mm. and it's just he kind of goes back to more his style yeah i think you've covered it well yeah there there was less yeah there was less to pick up from this one is like it is one of the shorter tracks but in saying that i think this one's five minutes so yeah yeah it's not really saying much but um yeah no there was just a lot of his like just his straight upness as well like he said, most of the time I use the word you, well, you know that I'm mostly singing about you. Yeah. Like, that's just like, it's like almost like fourth wall breaking, you know, it's it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly talking about you, by the way. Because it's weird to think when like a singer is singing that they're speaking about one person specifically, but we actually know this was about one like, single one person, single yeah. per- when he originally wrote it. So it's it's pretty weird to think that well, when you hear that, you know it. But like, you know, thinking back, it's kind of an odd. Uh, it's a, it's an odd little thing in there. Yeah. But yeah, and then he also says, "Um, art gets what it wants. Art gets what it deserves." Um, which is like a sort of, again, self-referential. You know, the thing with, like, oh, you need sort of a tortured life, and in doing art through that, you're like exposing that to the world yeah um so you're getting you're getting what you want you're getting your art out there but you're also getting what you deserve any sort of judgment any backlash anything like that so yeah no do you think that could also be in reference to the part in uh, beach life and death where he says that he like he sees art but he can't quite describe it as well yeah maybe he what like the oh yeah um he can't describe a scene or whatever it yeah was. Yeah, yeah, no, it could be as well. Um, He's quite into just art in general, but he seems like a casual viewer almost. Like yeah, so I, f- I found out he watches um 
like David Lynch films. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but he's very like surreal. So like it's oh, right, lot, okay. it's like kind of hard to understand. But then he is he's also simultaneously saying like this scene means a lot to me. I couldn't just tell you what it means, but it means a lot to me. Yeah. So clearly he's sort of a casual viewer, but he enjoys yeah like art as a greater as a greater thing than himself. Yeah. Um. Bro, this is our this is probably our deepest episode. Yeah, yeah. this is almost philosophical. Like, yeah. it's getting to that threshold. <laughs> this is what this album brings out of me. Like, I fully expect this to be like a twenty minute episode, and so far we're like nearing forty minutes, wow, which shit. is actually kind of nuts. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, especially about one album which we started writing about today. Spoiler yeah. alert! <laughs> that's how prepared we were. We have been for these episodes. Um. But yeah, no, the next one is Bodies, which I put as, like, probably the most replayable song. Yeah. Like, I said, for me. Yeah, Bodies... So I tried to think of what band it reminded me of, and I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but that kind of, like, the tonality of the drums and the... It's quite sort of um, electric sounding. Yeah, it's yeah. Almost, I can tell it's real drums being played, but it's like a, it's like a drum machine. But just yeah. compressed, like, yeah. to fuck. Compressed like, to fuck. really sausaged up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I like the guitar as well. The nice, like, catchy, distorted lead that's playing over and mm-hmm. over. But I think I landed on... S- I don't even nah nah fuck it. I won't name the band because I feel like it's it's totally wrong. But there is like um, like it sounds like a band that I know, but I can't quite remember the name of them. But it. But you just said you knew the name. No, I knew. Wait, did I? Yeah, you're like I won't name them. Oh no! Like the one I was thinking Fucking of. Name them. No, <laughs> no, the one I was thinking of is like Two Door Cinema Club, but I feel like it's too non-electric to be yeah yeah, yeah it's like something cleaner, yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but nah fuck it maybe i'll remember i'll like dub it in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh it really reminds me of uh <laughs> the new routine <laughs> just like a really obvious cut and dub <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i just like the um the song in general but i think this is like six minutes again yeah, so I'm he's honestly, refusing to go back to yeah. it. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm doing and even on this, um, he says, uh, like, um, verse one into verse two, he says, is it the chorus yet? No, it's just the building of the verse. Yeah. So the so the chorus will be more rewarding, and it's just like it's so um, that's like again like fourth wall breaking. He's like, okay, this one like this one is a bit more indie, right? But you know. <laughs> I'm just play- like I know what I'm doing. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> so don't, yeah. Don't, don't at me. So yeah, no, I found that quite funny. Also, just the opening lines of this. You know, well, it's really annoying because I was writing this like oh, as a teenager, you know, perfectly encapsulates that awkward feeling like you just feel as a teenager. Realized I'm not a teenager anymore, <laughs> so that's awkward. As a young adult, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like that's yeah. You just opens with that's not what I meant to say at all. I mean. I'm sick of meaning. I just want to hold you. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like the just that feeling like you you sick of being like misunderstood. You're just like you know you want to just do something that you know will translate well. Yeah. I don't want to talk this out. You know what I mean, and it's just you know understand that. Some of the cool. best lyricism that I'm into, um, is when singers say something so casually rather than try and be really like poetic about it. Mm-hmm. 
and just saying that like yeah i just want to hold you it's just so like something you would say to someone yeah. normally rather than Hi. what thanks bro <laughs> that's what's uh, coming me? up <laughs> <laughs> you just want to hold me <laughs> i guess the listeners know what's going down after this episode ends <laughs> That's been trash, but not. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I, I like mean, the whole uh, casual lyricism. The and way he delivers of... it as well, it's more like it's half delivery, half what he's saying. Like, it's, yeah, it's not some deep metaphor, but the way he delivers it, it's so relatable. Because it's like, he literally says, that's not what, what I meant to say at all. I mean, I'm sick of meaning. I just want to hold you. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, exactly. Okay, f- nah, fuck this. You know what I mean? So. Um, there's a few. Uh, like genius lyrics I read through that was of like mm-hmm. uh, different songs to this yeah. and when I listened no um when I read them without listening to the song I was like this looks like a text message conversation oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's what we're gonna like mean, yeah. you could not tell that it's an actual like like a song that has a proper melody mm. it's, a lot of it doesn't a lot of the tracks in this don't have a recognizable rhyming scheme for a lot of them yeah as well yeah it just seems like someone's telling a story that's been transcribed into text. Yeah. It's, it's such a, like, such a weird way of uh, presenting lyrics, but it works so well. And yeah, like, that whole, like, casualness of it, it's, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it enough. <laughs> fading, fading yourself out there. What can I say? I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and yeah, another, another little quirky thing. This is one thing I had to find on the Genius. Uh, like yourself is you know when he's saying I would speak you, speak to you in song but you can't sing as far as I'm aware they're willing to sing blah 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 um, it turns out Kate Wirtz is actually a producer who's never who never sings on her work oh shit so you know oh fair that's why enough. it's like though you can't sing as far as I'm aware did she produce no, this? Everyone can sing. No, no, no. Oh, oh no, right. She okay. does like lo-fi. I can't remember what it was like electronica stuff. Oh right. Okay, no. that would be f- fucking insane no, if that was the case. No, yeah, no. But no, no, no. It's not that. Oh, fair enough. It's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, that but was yeah, bodies. No. The next two are probably the ones I had the least for. Um, cute thing and high to death. Yeah, cute thing um, is um one thing I appreciated was the like Frank Ocean reference. Yeah. Because I saw a video of uh, Car Seat Headrest live, but Will did a Frank Ocean cover. I think it was Ivy. And everyone's yeah, he, like, um, whoa. He's, yeah, so, he's done like Odd Future covers before, I think, not just Frank Ocean. But yeah, no. Um, he act- So that's one line he changed from the original. The original was Give Me Dan Bayard's Voice, which is he's the singer for an indie band called Destruction. Okay. When I uh, when I heard it was sort of it was described as an indie band, I was like, okay, yeah, it's called destruction. Which but, part? Yeah, yeah, I believe you. Um, but yeah, no, Frank Ocean's, you know, it's a bit more hip, bit more self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. One for the one for everyone out there, you know. Um, but yeah, this is one point where I think teens of denial. Although it's maybe a bit more conventional, I think one thing it has on this is this feels quite earnest a lot of it for me like a bit too sort of like yeah like chirpy sort of happy um and cute thing is like a bit you know a bit of that but um it's still a good song like every there's no skips i would say and um also the there's like a sort of guitar solo like the guitar breakdown which i think shows a bit more sort of specific instrumental 
like nouse rather than just compositional genius as it were right yeah i mean it shows that he can actually like play his instruments rather than like just being able to put them together to sound nice if that yeah. makes sense yeah no i like the instrumentation in this one and i like the uh, the beat behind it as well so i'm getting green tea burps now as well <laughs> Do you want a refill? I might get another beer, I won't lie. What, before we cover the last three? three? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I might go for a wee as well. Alright, that's a pretty abrupt ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I've been thinking about it for a while. Hello and welcome back after our very abrupt interlude. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's fine. I got chamomile. <laughs> Clearly tea now. isn't fine. <laughs> no, 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 I don't mind. I'm no. I'm staying hydrated. That's the main thing. Fair um, we were just about to go on to high to death, which is the th- the third last song on this beautiful album. Do you want to start us off? <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't. Well, yeah, we were. We were just about to go into yeah, high. I just death. said, do you want to skip it? I don't have any. I like have none. Oh, oh, I think man, like s- skim it, skim through it. Oh no 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 no, skip it completely. Just, no, I'll just be like, uh, cuts. So the next one's high to death. Don't have many notes on that. Yeah, intellectual. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Do I have any notes on that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Fogel from Superman. He's like, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Cut. Okay, the next song would be High to Death, but neither of us have too many notes on that. Great song as well, but... It's because it's more of a listen to rather than yeah. listen to us. Listen to. Speak about listen. it. Speak, listen. Yeah. Uh, we just don't have the intellectual capacity. It's a hard uh, it's a hard album to break down. But, you know, we have broken down the next song. 16 minutes long, we've broken this one now. Uh, this is the so, longest on the album, yeah. which is which is pretty nuts. Famous Prophets, in brackets, stars. Um, to be honest, we have no idea what the the uh, title has to do with anything. I don't What's know a prophet? Do. A prophet? You don't know what a prophet is? Like when you make money. <laughs> That's not. <what> <laughs> no, no, no! I'm only kidding. I'm not that bad. <laughs> ah, you got me there. Yeah, no. Wait, do you know what a prophet is? Though? Nah, I don't. Oh, <laughs> what is a prophet? <laughs> oh, a prophet's like um, it's like someone. Um, it's it's I don't know how to. It's like. It's some uh, religious someone, person. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a religious person. Someone who's like got a special connection with like a god or a higher power. Oh, okay. Basically, has like knows the shit that no one else knows. All right. So that, like Jesus was technically a prophet. Oh, okay. So I know a thing. Like some people then. think Jesus was a prophet. Sorry. Yeah. Don't don't come at me, Christians. Or I don't know what I've said wrong there. But <laughs> uh, I'm like Muhammad's the prophet. Muhammad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was on a higher brain wave level. Yeah. All right. Probably just did DMT a couple times. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with with religion. Well, it was it was going to be called um something like 
Jesus, G, like something like famous Jesus, maybe or something like that. I don't really know. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really see what the religious tie is. But um, yeah, no, I just said it like it continues to highlight the brilliance of Will's songwriting to keep your attention for like a full 60 minutes. Yeah. With like unex- unexpected hits, like twists and turns, and it's all consistent and keeps you drawn in. So, yeah. I feel like this song is a build-up for the piano section at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like really trying to, uh, for lack of a better word, to edge you towards it. You know what I mean? And you're listening to it, you're vibing, and then that piano section comes, which I think is the first time in the whole album that like a piano is used as the main, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as yeah. I can tell, I think it is the only one. I remember... That was like part of the mold breaking of normal songwriting for me is because I kind of consider this band more of like an indie band and the fact that it just switched into a ballad mm-hmm. and I was like, right, okay, this is like pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, this was one like um, when I was walking back from work it's because the second half, like I thought this was multiple songs and I thought the piano was like the start of a second song mm-hmm. and I was so confused but like because the song lasts for 16 minutes when the piano came in I was in such like a trance and I was so like engrossed in this song that I I didn't remember the past like five minutes of walking because yeah. I was just listening to it so intently it's definitely an album I listened to for the first time again yeah I mean as an experience probably over a lot I can't really think of another album. There will be another one, but like, you know, there's not many where I'd listen to them and feel like I'd get the same thing out of it for listening to it for the first time. Yeah. It was... That, um, that first sorry. drop, sorry, it's just like, for me, it's almost like a... I couldn't really, I couldn't really compare it to much. It's like, it, it's almost like a... You know the way All Other Lights comes in with the drop and the drop is just pure, like, layers like it just comes mm-hmm. in with so much like that drop for me is like so much happening instantly yeah you know i mean and all of it can be picked out and dissected like all of it's clear and that's such a hard skill to like you know nail yeah. as you'll know as a as a producer yourself <laughs> edm mastermind self-acclaimed self-acclaimed um yeah no it's just it's, it's so mental to like hear that Especially after hearing the latest Kingsley album. Yeah. It was the piano section that actually hooked me onto this song for real. Because I was... Like, I didn't lose interest, but I was just, like, getting used to the sound. And then the piano came, and I was like, what the shit? (laughs) Like, like I thought that the song (laughs) had ended. And it was like, you know, when Spotify keeps playing, like similar songs song. like, what the fuck it's a different band but yeah. no like it was um yeah the piano caught my attention and then it, it, like it has a drop after as well which i was expecting like i realized it was going on for some amount of time that there must be a progression coming and so i was just like right okay like uh the only thing after was just when is it coming and like it took a lot longer to drop than I expected and part of that was you know the whole like frisian feeling of of when something finally comes in but it was unexpected because um 
it's not like, you know, like a 16 bar thing. It's just like a really continuous ballad that just, that just explodes out of, um, it's out of nowhere almost. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just O-M-G-G-G-G-G-G, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and looking at the looking at the lyrics here, this is the this is the one I was referring to earlier, where it says um, two bruises on my shins from where I kicked the back of the seat in, which yeah. is the whole going back to. Meant it's weird listening to this, and sorry, I've got a wide stance. <laughs> I think that was brushed legs. <laughs> a lot of sexual tension. There. Um, he got me acting up. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been. <laughs> Uh, twin bruises on my shins from where I kicked back the seat and like listening to this you're like oh like he originally recorded these vocals like just sitting in his back seat on a tape recorder yeah to be a, to be a rags to riches story uh, so, very yeah. true um, I think it's on this one as well um, oh yeah he says uh, I'm not going to name names but what's quite funny is on the original one I'm pretty sure he says um, whatever her name is Kate Verse Kate yeah yeah just said it so yeah fair enough but um pretty ballsy just go out there with that but to be fair especially for a relationship like on the rocks imagine being on the rocks in a relationship then just hearing like this the other person come up with this album yeah you're like oh she probably stay in this relationship now everyone knows so yeah yeah it's kind of funny how I mean, two of the longest songs in this album are two of my favourites, whereas mm. usually I would tend to... Um, that is, yeah, that's, now that you've seen it, that is, um, that is pretty mental, actually. Like, I would say Bodies, um, Beach, Beach, Life and Death, and this are, like, and Famous Prophets, probably three of my favourite tracks, yeah. There's not quite that many songs that are over, like, six minutes that I'm, like, they needed those six minutes. Yeah. 100%. There's even some Kings of Leon songs. I think, like, Knocked Up's, like, six or, like, seven minutes, right? seven minutes, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just, like... like well, thinking about it, like, even the latest Strokes record, right, they were, like, five minutes long, and I was, like, I feel like they didn't need to be five minutes long. Yeah. I'm listening to this 16-minute track, I'm, like, this needed to be 16 minutes. Um, was <laughs> originally so much in. was originally so much shorter. Like, the one thing as well, like, he didn't just rework the instrumentals, like, he added as well and, like, wrote new parts for this yeah. album as well so yeah um and then last but not least on to twin fantasy those boys the title um, of the album yeah the title track and i don't know if you noticed this but the drums um are they're not the exact same but the rhythm is uh reminiscent of the my boy drums that's right yes <laughs> yeah yeah no i d- thank you sir <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so it's sort of, um, I know there's a, there's a few albums out there, um, that, like, there's, like, Taboo by Denzel Curry, which is, it was created to, like, um, listen to it back, there's stack at the start and the end of the album, so you're meant to just sort of listen to it back to back, it's meant to be a cycle. Right. And I think with this mirror to mirror thing, I think it's, like, almost, uh, you know, it's, like, a with the drums mirroring as well, it's sort of, like, you can go back to the start. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, you can go back to the start of this whole experience, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And I'm with him saying the show will keep going on, I think he says a few times as well. So, yeah. Do you know what the meaning of twin fantasy is? Um, I'm not sure. I imagine... I'm, well, that's one thing. I'm really not sure. Some of the, like, in terms of, like, pure titles, some of them I was sort of 
you know, I wasn't sure on initially, like, well, especially when you're first reading them, you're like, these are a bit weird, like sober to death, like doesn't even make sense. You know? Yeah. Um, but twin, I think it's some semblance of like sort of fantasizing. Um, I saw somewhere, maybe it was on that Reddit thing, that sort of like the relationship's actually over and this is him running back over it, sort of fantasizing. Like, like what, two things in parallel, almost. Yeah, sort of. So it's like what actually happened and what he could have done. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, uh, I also notice the first track's called My Boy, and then this one's... Oh, shit, I didn't even... It's My Boy in brackets Twin Fantasy. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> bro, I've written that down in here. I swear to God, if that's actually the title, that's blown my mind. What? Oh, it is. Oh, shit. Wait, is it actually? Yeah, bro, I told you. I told you. You find something new in this album every oh, single day. Oh, shit. So that what, means it's like a continuous loop Yeah, almost. so what I was saying with the... Holy bro, I feel shit, like, my mind is blown. I feel like it, at the end of that, like, coherence film. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, my mind Wait, is wait, wait. Yours is in brackets. Mine's is, like, it has a... Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine has a dash after it. It says my boy dash twin fantasy. Yeah. Then twin fantasy is twin fantasy, comma those boys. Oh, mine are both brackets. So. Oh. Are you on Spotify? Are you on Apple? Spotify. Okay, just on your laptop. Uh, yeah. So well, you've heard us discover something about the album literally just now. Holy um, shit, son. So yeah, I think because I was just making, I wasn't even trying to reference the twin fantasy in both of them. I was going to say the first one's my boy. And the last one's Those Boys. And I know Beach Life and Death is a is a reference to one of his previous um, band camp albums where he had a one called Beach Death and Beach Funeral. And Beach Death was, he described as finding out, or it was um, thinking that your love is taken. And then Beach Funeral is finding out that your love is taken. So okay. I think that as far as like the My Boy, Those Boys is like, my boy is him imagining. How I should knock on the door? Is he no, no, out? no. I think his uh, door, like, shut. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that, folks. Um, <laughs> you know, fucking be a man. No, I'm joking. But, uh, yes. I'm, jo- I'm, I'm joking, bro. I'm acting up for the podcast, for the listeners. He's terrified now. <laughs> yeah, no, um, my boy's like, he's imagining that, again, that he is hers, or sorry, she is his. It was he at the time. Yeah. Um, And then those boys is like, all the boys that have taken him slash her away, you know what I mean? So, if that makes sense. Mate, this is actually... It's blowing your mind, even, as, even mind. in this moment, so... God. And sake. upon listening to it, the f- the main thing for me was the instrumentation and his conversational style, but it's the re-listening which got me to pick out those like specific lines like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, this is a bit different. So, yeah. Yeah, no. That's metal. Yeah. One thing I liked about the song is that, like, even though it's a closing track, it's not scared to use a build-up at the end, mm. which it does quite nicely. Yeah. It's almost like a euphoric ending. Yeah. Like a double ending almost. And it doesn't want to... Yeah, it doesn't try and, like, sort of tail out. Yeah. And I think... Um, yeah, I think that sort of just speaks into him and not playing into norms, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, just pretty mental. Will, if you hear this, well done. Well done, you. 
I know, just props and album. And if anyone has listened to this and hasn't heard this album, just go listen to it. Is all we can say. I think. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to like, like if you only want to listen to one song, definitely "Beach Life and Death." Mm, yeah, I yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. And um, the rest, yeah, I mean, like if you have the ear for it, you can pick out so many little gems mm. and it is it is i would say it's something i had to i had to play like on the way to work while doing something else you know what i mean yeah. originally because it does take a bit of getting used to you need it there you need it to sort of be forced into you especially with these 13 minute tracks you don't want it like you don't want to just whack it on and like i don't know like study or something yeah um you want it to sort of be doing something like like uh which doesn't take up your mind as well like walking somewhere driving somewhere running errands running errands yeah in general was that another thing i mispronounced are you gonna say errands yeah it's not what the word is (laughs) is that not the american term no they but (laughs) errands no i think they just say errands with an american accent errands okay hey y'all i'm running some errands I'm still learning English. Uh, running, I'm gonna. <laughs> running <laughs> you're errands. actually gonna fact check this. No, 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 no. It's, everyone's just running errands. So yeah, no, you're, you, yeah, no, you're wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. I thought for a second there you would say that I'm right, but no, 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 no. Okay, fair enough. Still more to learn. <laughs> no more. You're learning as this episode goes on. Uh, and that's the buzzer for Harris's food and a uh, a buzzer on the episode. I like to feel. So yeah, that's a. That's a good tie-in to um, the end. Yeah, <laughs> the end of the episode. Um, do you have anything to add? Closing statements? Not really. Should should we? Well, actually, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. This is yeah. To summarize, one of like I'd say this album has changed the way that I've both listened to and write music because it's broken the mold for what I deem is like, um, I guess like acceptable because before if I listened to like any kind of experimental song or anything close to it, I'd be like, cut the shit, make it three and a half minutes. Why would you add in, um, you know, like three verses back to back? Why would you have, you know, three different themes but just after listening to this my guitar playing has changed my and my ear for music has changed and i appreciate the complexities that real musicians have rather (laughs) than rather than than us (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. like it's almost humbled me this album to know (laughs) how like how good music can get and Mm -hmm. what complements this so well is the production which isn't mm. something that we've really mentioned is not something we've mentioned enough at all I, um, but it's fucking yeah. a1 it's so good it's it's magnificent yes yeah. um well shit yeah oh uh rating out of 10 quickly off the dome oh the dome. shit yeah i'd probably give it uh oh like a 9.8 9.8 okay, okay. yeah um yeah no probably uh Nine. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's just like cute things and yeah, cute thing does bring it down a bit. For me, it's not one of my favorites. And stop smoking as well. 
it's just like they're great, but not essential. Nah. They're not essential. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, shit. Fuck. Well, we went the Kanye ones off of off of point five. This would be a nine point five for me. But I'm thinking if I was doing more specific points. Shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have this at college dropout. Fuck. Um. You have a hundred possible points, you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, I'll have them both as Fuck. Uh nine point eight, nine point eight, both is nine point eight. Oh fair enough. And my people start fancy as a nine point five. Okay, nice. We we should add this to the total ranking. Should we do an oh, album's yeah. total ranking? Yeah. Strokes, right. Kanye, this, Kings of the Own One. Yeah. Everything we run through. Release yeah. that every time we Sad. run an album. Nice one. Um, yeah, cool. Should we mention the the headliner that we have going up? Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. Just saying. Um, June 21st, all vaccinated. Fingers crossed. Oh, I thought you said that's when the gig is. I was <laughs> nope. like, what the fuck? Oh, hell no. When even is the gig? Um, should probably know that. There's a band 14th member. of August. Nice. Admin knows. Right, okay, we'll start over. <laughs> we have a... Um, the band has their first ever headline show that's been like kind of hosted off of our own backs yeah. planned because before we headline at Tunnels, but it was a thing through Hit The Road, yeah, through the tour which, yeah. Um, uh, but this is uh, kind of all of our work getting this up and running yeah. and stuff. So it's very exciting which and we've... we, if not for COVID, I feel like we could have, you know... This is what we could would have naturally gone to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We were at. Yeah. So it's been a bit of a stunted growth, but you know, we're hoping this is an amalgamation of everything we've done so far. So. Yeah, and um, it's gonna be, like, because we have full um full creative control. It's gonna be something, that we want to make. Something to behold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's more than just, like playing music but just putting on like an actual show for yeah. people to enjoy and um it, so if you'd like to get tickets please go to the band instagram account um uh track stack listeners will get 50 nah, nah, I'm, only kidding. <laughs> no. I'm only kidding fuck off yeah. nah, Man, um, we need that we need that bread <laughs> also the five listeners out there i've probably already got a discount so doesn't really work, but oh well. No, we seek any promotion that we can. So yeah. um yeah, please buy our tickets. Yeah. If you and message us with enough compliments, we'll probably give you a discount, <laughs> to be honest. Uh about the band or the podcast. So. Yeah, just any or we're um we're always keen. But yeah, get your tickets, buy them up, and we promise that we 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 promise that it will happen. Oh shit, that's a, that's a big <laughs> promise to make. Fuck. We're promising, we're putting it out into the universe. Guaranteed. We're gonna, what's it called when you put stuff out and it happens? Um, like affirmations? No, uh, like a fucking... Telepathy. No, 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 no. Um, it's like, a, it's not amalgamating. Manifesting. Manifesting. Shit, we yeah. Are manifesting We're manifesting this, this into existence. We promise to you live on air. Well, not live on air. We promise <laughs> you recorded that it will happen. Okay? <laughs> Today is March 12th. I know August 14th. We're headlining tunnels. 
<laughs> and there might be a kind of dope new drum cover. Yeah, there stage, could be something so. mental coming. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see you there. Yeah. See you next week as well with another not planned episode. So. Oh, we've been so. Yeah, it's fine. I won't. Suppose we it. smashed them out. Yeah. So yeah. Who yeah. cares? Anyway, see you next week. Thank you, everyone.